Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Been a bit of a crazy week, but overall pretty good. Indeed, yes. Uh, summer. Or I guess crazy couple weeks. Yeah, summer. Yeah. Yeah, crazy couple weeks. And and that's the thing. It's summertime. Schedules are in flux. Uh, Eddie and I had a, a good brainstorm. And I, I will give Eddie full credit. It, it We kind of moved our schedule around uh, for the next couple weeks. Um, which means, good news, you're going to be getting another Summoner's Call next week. It'll be a mini to focus on the Mythic Hero, which will be launching in... Uh, well, when you hear this, just a couple of days or four or five days, depending on how eager you are for Summoner's Call. Launch on the 28th of August, so base that on whenever you're, or 28th of July, not August. It's going to be a whole month before we discuss the hero. <laughs> we'll have no, we'll have another July. August hero to discuss then. Um, but uh, after that mini, we will take our two weeks, or our, our week off, and then return on August uh 14th to talk about the um special heroes which eddie you were kind of looking up and it's been like sort of a a a rotation of themes it it's fluctuated there were like a couple years where it was pirate themes and then last year was the kind of thief caper you know the uh phantom thieves style thief thievery mindset of that so it's one that's fluctuated a bit they pick a special theme and go with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we'll go over all of this again at the end of the show, but I wanted to put it at the top as well. Um, but, uh, we normally start with the banners and, uh, that will not change on this year episode. We've got the weekly revival 31 and 65 banner running right now. Legendary and mythic hero remix one and two ends on the 26th. So if you listen to this right away, you've got probably a day or so to get that. Overseas Memories, uh, Special Hero Revival goes into the 26th as well. Summer Refreshes, four-star Special Hero Revival goes into the 29th. Heroes with Draconic Aura goes into the 30th. Summer Longing goes into the 6th of August. Summer First goes into the 6th as well. Hall of Forms goes into the 6th. And Rearmed uh, Eiter and Rearmed Alchrist go until the seventh so eddie how did you do over the last couple weeks of summoning uh pretty much cleaned out both the banners got all the summer heroes and i did end up getting all the engaged heroes on in Ader. and um i believe last time i spoke on the uh thing i hadn't quite gotten guinevere but i'm pretty sure i went back and got her so i uh i did not fare quite as well uh in the sense that i did not get everybody off of all the banners but i did get a random rennick uh from somewhere he he showed up um got a four star summer tharja that i upgraded of course Uh, that was from the most recent summer banner that we're going to talk about in a little bit and then uh of course i sparked on both uh the previous summer banner and this year's uh, or the second summer banner and I chose uh, Shamir and Catherine on the first one and Ivy on the second. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, one could argue your method is definitely a lot better because, you know, I don't always go for all the new heroes, but with the two rearmed heroes, I wanted to get at least one copy of each of them. I think I sparked Aider, but by the time I got finished, I'd gotten everyone. Sometimes it's better to not get everyone, though. And I, and I ended up not getting Lapis from the three to four star pool, so. Oh, yeah, I didn't get her uh, either. And honestly, while I was prepping the notes, kind of filling in the framework, I I literally closed everything down and I'm like, all right, all done. We're, we're Eddie's good to jump in. And I realized, oh, right, Lapis. She's not on the banner, but she was added. Um, yep. Poor Lapis. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm at the stage right now where we're looking at the Brave Heroes launching um, mid-August, so I've kind of got to, like, hunker down, hope the special heroes happening uh, next week or whenever uh, before the Brave Heroes are are not as... are, are I'm able to skip over. And I'm 
you know, usually fine just to get the Tempest Trials unit or get one hero off the banner if possible. But mm-hmm. I, I think in this regard, I usually hold after the summer banners until until the brave heroes arrive. I'll, I'll wait and see what the brave heroes are again and if I'd like them. But, you know, brave, brave banners, bit of a trap, but it's also, you know, usually decent heroes. Yeah, what are... You know, that's a funny question. I completely forgot who the winners were. So the winners, uh, <laughs> funny enough, and we'll be talking about this character in a little bit, but uh, in the women's division, you've got Golvig at the top and then female Corrin. And uh, on the men's division, you've got uh, male Robin and Soren. So an interesting grouping that will be arriving in August 2023. So the current villain was the winner for the... Female version? That, yeah. That's, yeah, that's Fire Emblem Heroes, I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And there's some other characters, like Bernadetta was just, um, she was third. So again, like, you know, you Hilda's in there. Like, Hilda, Hilda hasn't, you know, Tharja hasn't cracked the top, you know, uh, top of the banner yet. Petra, a lot of Fire Emblem Three Houses, now that I'm looking at this, very popular. Dorothea, um... Even Shez is in here in the top 20. So, like, it's kind of funny to see Golvig as a brand new hero. It almost feels like it's a Reddit thing where they're like, let's see if we can mess with the numbers type thing. But uh... but spe- speaking of Golvig. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually uh, went back and played through the rest of the story up to the current section right now. Um, I had looked at my, uh, uh, call it my catalog of heroes, and there were... A few heroes that were unidentified. So usually, when I when that happens, I go through the story and clear out anyone that I had missed from there. And um, if you, for some reason, and some people are like that, don't want any story spoilers for the uh, current book. If you're back behind a bit, then go ahead and skip ahead a little. Uh, but I'm gonna go through what I found out, and it is weird, twisty. Those are probably the politest ways to phrase that. Because apparently everyone is Golvig <laughs> from this one. Well, except Norther, but And I guess the uh, uh, the goat girl that we got. But, um... So, essentially, what you find out... Because, like, where I left off, I hadn't met Kavasir, who is the younger-looking... The girl who looks like a younger version of Sather, uh, in I found met her in the past... And that's what was happening when I hopped back into the story. You play through it, and you find out Kavasir is actually Gulvig, like a proto-form of Gulvig before she became Gulvig. And then um, uh, you go chasing her, meet Northern in the past, and other things. And then uh, you get Gulvig pops up and sends you back to the future or the present time. And while discussing it, you realize that... Um, Sather is also Gulvig in the future, you know, because we've met Kavasir in the past, version of Gulvig, Gulvig from the future, who's been attacking us, and we hadn't met a modern-day version of Gulvig, and we find out that it's Sather. And then the most recent chapter, the engaged chapter, we have Norther there, who convinces... Uh, say there that Hather is dying from the Golden Curse and convinces her the only solution is to kill her and it somehow doing that infects Sather with the Golden Worms or Golden Snakes that'll turn Sather into Gulvig. So, nice and weird and twisty and complicated. Right. And apparently Sather's already been infected, so I have no clue how we're supposed to actually save the world this time <laughs> okay so Sather and Hather are at least at launch and for the most part were sort of set up as siblings right but they're essentially younger they're the same person so that's a weird one they didn't fully explain uh they sort of explained it in that um uh if you remember that special mid mid-year uh video we got where you saw Kavasir uh, Sather and Gulvig meeting together and fighting in a kind of alternate world. Um, and Nerthus came up and uh, aimed your 
gun to, or aim your brighter blick to shoot at Sather and all that stuff, it after that plays in the uh, game, it uh, jumps to a little conversation thing where uh, Gulvig ha- uh, meets up with you, uh, kills you and destroys Midgard, apparently, or destroys Midgard, uh, then creates Hather, sends her back in time to live with Sather as a sister, and then sends herself back in time to become Kavasir and restart the cycle all over again. So, Okay. <laughs> well, um, hmm. I remember I brought up the story uh, maybe a couple months back and explaining, like, yeah, it's pretty... Pretty timey wimey. There's some time stuff going on, and uh, it's confusing. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. Yeah. So I'm glad it basically took that understanding and went, hold my beer, you know? Uh, <laughs> yep. So weird. I mean, I I got to say, and I got to reiterate this because I said it before, I think it is so creative to go with like a time travel thing, but also kind of like, it's it's confusing, don't get me wrong, but I think it's cool that they kind of like order their story chapters ran not random, but like Yeah. You're starting at the end, then you're going back to the middle and going to the beginning. I mean, I really like that approach. Uh you know, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom kind of did this with the memories where you could find things out of order, but eventually you got it all. And some of mm-hmm. it was locked behind specific progress as well. So um, Usually that was like the final memory, like one fi- memory after you collected all 12 or 11 of the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I like some of the aspects of what they're doing, but I, f- I think like it sounds like most time travel stories. They are just having a lot of fun with it is mm. how I'll put it. <laughs> uh, I do need to jump in because I am behind. I, I haven't. You know, we talk about saving orbs, and I know I'm leaving orbs on the table by not finishing them, but I don't have heroes. Only orbs you're truly leaving behind are the um, do it on the hardest difficulty orbs for the quests that they do. Yeah, and those I struggle with because I think by the time we hit the half year mark, the maps are too difficult for my non min maxed heroes. And oh yeah, orb, that's you know, I've I've long since given up on those because yeah those are usually you know i don't have the mindset and skills to work through the complications because you have to do them perfectly yeah can't let anyone die yeah and sometimes i don't have the light's blessing to kind of like skip it or cheese it a little bit you know like have all my heroes do a bunch of damage and die and then bring them all back you know yeah also i think you usually have to have uh alphonse strain or like Anna with them, or maybe Sather in this case, but uh, no, it's usually like a uh, axe, sword, or a, a lance hero. True, it's just a certain type of hero. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, well, what do we got coming up? Because I'm I'm curious because you know the special heroes you mentioned kind of caught me by surprise uh, when we were talking earlier. Yeah, well, that's partially because we're going out, you know, two to three weeks. Because uh, if we had done it in two weeks we would have been like the night before like we were with last time uh but uh since we're going out so far we will have those new special heroes coming out on the 8th of august and we'll cover them in most likely a fate channel in three weeks on the 14th as you mentioned we should also have a new calendar by then uh but before that in the coming week uh for the one mini we're doing next week there is the mythic hero coming out on the 28th as we mentioned very good. Very good. Um, and and we mentioned our sort of bouncing around of the schedule, but uh, we'll we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely be looking to uh, take a look at August and, and plan content accordingly. Yes, we should have one or two fate channels in August. That's true. I'm looking forward to those. Usually we have like one early in the month, which we'll probably cover on the 14th. Uh, that'll cover the half year stuff and the uh probably reveal the uh special heroes banner like they usually do and then usually one a couple days before they release the uh what you call it brave heroes 
that specifically goes over the details of them, although I think they usually reveal the Brave Heroes in the early one. Yeah. And just tease. Oh, we'll have a deeper dive into them later in the month. Mm-hmm. That that rings that rings a bell for sure. Um and you know we 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 do also in terms of the calendar have our next resplendent hero, Lucius the Light, starting on July twenty fifth. So uh when you're listening to this, it's probably already in your collection if you're a Faye Pass subscribers. You'll be able to add Lucius in his uh you know, I'm gonna double check this just in case I didn't do it correctly, because it yeah, Moosebell uh inspired armor. So Lucius in Moosebill armor, and you know, you might look at it quickly and be like, "Oh yeah, no, that uh, hmm, that doesn't really look Moosebill. It's got a he's got his, you know, classic blue sort of flowing cape there, but uh, underneath there, it, you know, especially the color. Yeah, the the usual Moosebill thing is the interior flame patterns or fire patterns. Yeah. So. So I think it looks really cool. Like I think it's a nice sort of upgrade to uh to Lucius. So there you go. Yep. Uh well here's the thing. Uh not slowing down here. We got lots of heroes to discuss. Plenty. Uh, and we're gonna kick things off with the new special heroes Summer Firsts. Engage receives its first special hero with Summer Ivy. Plus book six, get the cold shoulder as intelligence systems looks to the Book two and three Tempest Trial revivals to add Fjorm and Emir plus Air. And I think I might have done that wrong. Two and three, does that make sense? Yeah, I think that makes Yeah, Fjorm. Fjorm is book two. She's finally getting a summer. I believe we got in summer Gunthra. Uh, was it the brother? Uh, I forget his name. I think we got a Frid. summer version of him. Frid and Yulger. I think all them got a summer version. So Fjorm's joining them. With a summer version, a little later than normal, because usually they get that one. They usually get it one chance at it in their first year, and then not. Mm-hmm. And then we also get Ymir and Air. Uh, who was it supposed to be? Book six, you said. Um, so was that uh, Regan or? Yeah, that was our sort of thoughts about book uh, part two for the summer banners. Is it should have been Regan and? Yeah. Um, I want to say it was Ultra? Reagan last year. It was Reagan last year, and this one should have been something else. I forget. Oh, yes, this would have been Ash and Embla. No, yeah. And we did the exact same. This is bringing back. It's all coming back to me now. I don't know if we did it on episode, but we definitely discussed it ourselves, got it backwards. But Maybe. Was, last year was Ash and Embla in Veronica. So Ash did not get her summer outfit. Right. Well, maybe they. Uh... Maybe they decided because it was so close to like our what we normally get, you know, the Asker Embla stuff. But uh, it's unfortunate. But you know, I do enjoy uh, these heroes they've added with Fjorm and Ymir and Air um, in their summer garb. Rounding out the group, of course, is the four-star Tharja and Tempest Trials Donal from Awakening. So a good group of heroes there. Yep, and the. Depending on who you ask, especially who was it, Jimmy in Discord? Right. Uh, the star of the banner is Ivy, Tidal Breeze. Uh, with this uh, banner, we find that Ivy from Engage has very much acclimated to her home country's climate, uh, of you know, home country of Alusia's co- climate, as she does not welcome the break from the cold with a sum- for a summer vacation. She does not welcome the break from the cold a summer vacation brings. Uh, she's grumbling about it, grumbling about it being too hot, uh, as she is joining in a, as a green tome flyer uh, in this banner with a support partner focused weapon. So it's one of those ones that get a lot of bonuses if you are if you have a support partner assigned to them, uh, and uh, they are close by. It's called the Divine Drought. Although it does have some ways it gives you an automatic stat boost just at the start of combat if your health is high enough. And it has some alternate triggers for the um, uh, effect, other effects on it, uh, you know, which it's stronger the more uh, effects you have uh, of those effects. So essentially she initiates combat which is near her support partner or if a penalty is active on foe. Uh, if you have two of them, it gives you a bonus, uh, one bonus. You get to attack twice. 
And if you have all three of them, you get a boost to your damage. So, uh, but it can still be active even if you don't bother with the summon or the support partners. Yeah, um, it is kind of funny that um, we talked about, oh, when is Engage going to pop back up? And, and uh, you know, not to, I mean, obviously everyone who plays the game knows that we got Summer Ivy and that was just the tip of the iceberg because we have a whole Engage banner to talk about, right? Yeah, but I think the question was more, are we going to see Engage in the Summer banners? Because Three Houses has been getting a lot of love there. And it was, you know, we'd gone through a number of the other games, so it was probably getting close to time for Engage to get a normal banner, which we'll discuss a little later. I did forget to mention that um, she has a new Tier 4 skill version of Flyer Guidance called Soaring Guidance on her as well that Ivy has. Cool. Yeah, I mean, and we mentioned, uh, you know, at the top of the segment that we've also got Fjorm Seaside Thaw. Fjorm's the second eldest princess of Niffle, the Kingdom of Ice, but for this appearance, she's joining us on our beach vacation. Fjorm is a sword infantry hero wielding Icebound brand. Her new skills include Frostbite Mirror as a special and Spurn 4 in the B slot. Rounding out her kit is Attack Slash Speed Finish 4 in the A slot and Times Pulse 4 in the C slot. And uh, this is, I guess, like, isn't necessarily like the Book 2 Tempest Trials revival now that you you had mentioned earlier that uh, they've kind of... They've kind of done a pass on all on all the book two heroes summer wise. Like we even got, I think we even got Legurn and Levitain, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Now that you mention it, um, no, we definitely got Gunther. I don't remember for sure if we got Creed. I'm pretty sure we got Yulger Yul- as a um, Tempest Trial unit, uh, but I could be misremembering. I'm pretty sure we got most of them already, and now Fjorm's finally getting one. And she has the, uh, oh, I can't, t- like, she's got the, her weapon is a, is a, uh, it's a fey owl, or is fey, yep. I suppose, I should say. Which I think has become a regular thing on the summer banners, because I think there's been a few summer banners where uh, we've gotten some kind of fey owl sitting there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, her sword is really cool. It's kind of like a like a water sword, or I guess it's well, it's an icebound sword as as the weapon is is it's named. Um, but yeah, really cool. Uh, I'm glad we got Fjorm. And you're right, like it has been a while. It's been a long wait, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure fans are happy to have the the book two character roster summer versions uh, mostly complete. I'd say um, I feel like there was a summer grid. Like I mean. It's it it feels like it feels like that was as you said a tempest trials unit and I'm as I as I yammer on I'm quickly searching it uh yeah there's two hrids uh yeah hrid no maybe there are is it yeah no 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 there isn't so we did get a special version of hrid it was uh, a new year's hrid um okay so not a summer one so maybe next year hrid fans maybe next year yeah, I can remember for sure if he. If we had gotten him yet. Uh, yep, it was Gunthra, Legyarn, and Levitane with Helbindi joined them. Oh, that's on right. The summoning banner. And I think Yulger was the uh, Tempest Trial from that one. But that one was a pure uh, book two one. So it took a few minutes to dig it up, look in the right time frame, but. Yep, so Fjorm joining him. Reed's the only one who did not get a summer version, but like you said, he did get a New Year's version eventually. Uh, but someone who I could have sworn had a summer version before this one, uh, but I guess that's because, you know, she was uh, wearing her summer outfit for Christmas is Tharja, Beach Dark Mage. Tharja brings one of her Christmas outfits to finally spend time at the beach and is in armor. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, she's a blue tone cavalry unit. So I guess that isn't her winter outfit she has with her. Uh, but she is also the four-star unit on the banner, therefore has no new skills, but her weapon does heal her after combat while buffing her and debuffing her foes. And her weapon is called the Seashell Bull, Bull Plus. And as it suggests, it's a bowl of seashells that she's carrying around. Yeah, and this is... Uh, so in terms of the Awakening characters, there was the beach dlc and i think there was like talk that like they had done some others they've done a lot of awakening characters for summer and 
Tharja was like one of the last ones they've done. I'm trying now. I'm trying to remember the other ones. Of course, I'm putting ourselves in a. I mean, Awakening is another one of those that has the most has a good number of seasonal ones because I think we pretty regularly as the secondary one. It's Awakening or Fates. So you know, because or they're teaming up. It's hard to look it through with um, what you call it, the old one going down. And even then, it wasn't the easiest one. Uh, game press going down and stop doing stuff because, you know, it's hard to uh, scroll through all the different years without a separate thing that shows everyone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are a lot of special heroes to go through, and we don't uh, we don't have enough filler to sort that out. But I feel like Tharja was one of those that, uh, as you said, like I felt like we already we already got her, but that's only because of her. Uh, choice of normal girl winter outfit which is pretty much the same thing as this just with a little fur on the edges yeah yeah but she's gonna throw that bowl of seashells at your face and hope it does the does the trick as a weapon um casting magic through the seashells but you know i know know. same difference we have this conversation the weird weird seasonal weapons exactly off weird um, well, this one I know I'm right because uh, this is definitely a um, the book three Tempest Trials revisit. We have Amir plus Air Seasons of Life. Here's Amir, uh, protector of the realm of life, and Air, a former princess of the realm of the dead, who's now a princess of Amir's realm. Actually, if you recall, Air was originally a princess of the realm of the life who was kidnapped by the by Hell and taken to the realm of the dead. Uh, and if you recall from the Tempest Trial, Ymir put the souls of all the uh, people of the realm of the life into air to try and save them. And then that's why uh, Hell was able to kill air again and again and again and again and again. Right. Because she was killing off all the other souls that were inside her body. That fun, cheery storyline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I do remember that, and I and I I gotta say I do really like the Tempest Trials special stories they've been doing, although, um, I'm not sure. Like I kind of understand. I mean, we'll we'll talk about the Tempest Trials sort of. I mean, we don't have it in our notes, but we should probably talk about it when we get to the new Heroes banner. Or no, didn't it started with this banner, didn't it? Well, while we're talking about well, it. We, we met the character in this banner, and then she showed up in the new Heroes banner, which was kind of to expect to be expected. Just like last year, when we first got rearmed Heroes, and we got rearmed Lif in the Tempest trial, and then he was on the next banner. Right, right. So that story is basically the realm of nightmares. There's there's a, a third being that's really really bad and it's the it's like the realm of nothingness or something and they want to end all dreams and all nightmares lord of nothingness or something yeah so it's uh it's interesting but i mean it hasn't really gotten to the the point and we don't have our our our, um our rearmed peony or anything just yet although it seems like they're queuing up as you thought maybe not sure what we're gonna get i'm hoping for awakened peony over rearmed because I mean, I'm already annoyed that Iter is a rearmed hero because I would have liked to have this new character as a permanent part of the summoning pool. Just right. like, uh, you know, Ymir and um, what should we call it? Previous year's ones are. Uh, who was it the previous year? Uh, uh, was it Thrasher Mus- and. Muspel and Niffle and. Oh, uh, uh, Fjorm and uh, Legjorn. They were ascended, so they're always in the banner, but they're always ascended. But, like, um, we got another Ganglot. I guess she was, wasn't she? No, she was rearmed too, wasn't she? So I wasn't thrilled that they did that last year and they're doing it again this year. But There's so much to keep track of, honestly. And yep. it's crazy. They just keep adding layers. There's, like, 20 layers to keep track of it. They're like, what, what's the August special hero? No, but when do we get the half-year celebration? And when did the brave heroes arrive? Oh, that's right. They chose Gullvig. That was weird as a top choice when she's only been around for six months and there's plenty of other characters to choose from. There's just so much to well, keep track of. That's just internet being internet and people voting how they want to vote. I so. know. I know. 
Um, but anyways, let's get back to Amir and Air. Uh, they're joining us for a tropical island vacation, Eddie. I, I don't know if you you caught the the theme of the banner yet, but everybody's going on vacation. Everyone. Um, yep, that's usually the summer banner theme. <laughs> uh, Amir and Air are a colorless tome, uh, duo hero wielding sparkling sun. Their new skills, Fire Flood Boost 3 in the A slot. Uh, rounding out their kit is Moombo as a special, Mythic Boost 4 in the B slot, and Ever Living Domain in the C slot. Their duo skill neutralizes any penalty on unit and allies within two spaces of unit and restores 20 HP to unit and those allies. So that's a pretty great duo skill, I gotta say. Quite a useful and kind of fitting for the princess and servant or protector of the realm of life so you know life healing kind of goes together it definitely fits uh i'm not gonna argue that um but uh yeah it's it's cool to see amir uh get another hero version and honestly i did not anticipate seeing air again either so i think this was a fun surprise i mean yeah i was like like we said we were anticipating asker or Ash and maybe Elm, uh, you know, or Embla and Asker, but they did not get one. Uh, but they brought back Ymir and Air, so it's nice to see them get a summer ban- summer unit. Uh, also getting a summer unit is uh, from that Tempest Trial they introduced Aider is Donald, Sunny Villager. Uh, he gets off the farm and trains in trades in his pot for a straw hat as the Tempest Trial unit from this banner. Uh, which sadly at this point has already passed. Uh, but he was a green axe infantry unit wielding the wooden tackle plus, which like Tharjo's weapon heals him and buffs him while debuffing the enemy. Uh, if the requirements are met. As a Tempest Trial unit, he has no new skills on him. It'll probably be, I think, September's update when he should reappear, if you manage to miss him. Yeah. Uh, maybe, it, maybe it's October. I can't remember if it's two or three months after they drop. Uh, I'm 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 thinking two months, although I've been wrong before. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember if it's like two months after their month ends or two months from the start of their month. That's where I'm. Yeah, not I'm, certain. I'm, well, you know what? Mark your notes, folks, and we'll come back to this and we'll keep track from there on out. We'll see what what uh, what comes of it. Uh, but those are our summer heroes for uh, 2023. Our second batch. And uh, with that, summer is over. Sorry, August. Summer's done. Uh, just kidding. Don't worry. It's going to still be hot and summery all August long. Look forward to that if you live in a in, in a part of the world that has summer <laughs> in July and August. Um, let's head into our second uh, heroes of... Uh, our, 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 ba- our second banner of heroes with new heroes, rearmed Eiter uh, and rearmed Alchrist. Engage gets some much-needed love in Fire Emblem Heroes as we welcome new heroes into the game on... This is from before. We welcome new heroes into the game. They're here. They're already here. We'll have... I really did not... (laughs) I really did not read this. Um, Here's the thing. I wrote this as a preview for our last episode, so um, I'm going to just start this this over here. Uh, Or or at least I'll, I'll... So anyways, we're covering the whole banner right now. Apologies for fumbling here, but uh, on the banner is Diamant, Citrion, Rearmed Alchrist, and Rearmed Eiter. So the first three heroes being um, Brodia, I want to say. I, I I feel like it's Brodia, yeah? The Kingdom of Brodia? No. Yes. yes. This is this is Brodia, where we're getting the two lords, kind of like we did with Fiorne. Uh We got the two lords, uh, Alfred and... What's her name? Uh, actually one of the ones I liked in it, but I can't think of her I, name uh, right now. Celine. Yes, Celine. And then we got the uh, the um, retainers of the younger of the two, because we got Louis and uh, Chloe, Chloe as the two retainers. Uh, yeah. And we didn't get Alfred's retainers here. Um, and here we have similar thing, where on the banner we have Diamant and Alchris, the two lords. And then we have uh, Alchris retainers, uh, Citrine and Lapis, who isn't on the banner, but went straight to the um, three or four star pool. 
Straight to the summoning pool, three to four star pool. Yeah. Like like the last engage one, uh, one of the lords is not a permanent addition. He's a rearmed addition. Yeah. So he won't be on the regular summoning pool. Yes. And um, including off the banner, we have uh, Zethia from the Grand Hero Battle. And Male Alir is finally joining the game uh, six months later from uh female alir and if you logged into the game you have male alir already because he was given to you uh, at login and if you are listening to this for some reason and you're not playing the game you have until october 1st to get those um yep. N- nice long time in the free version of alir yeah for sure and that's a five-star version of alir and i just realized just now that we forgot to include alir uh here but uh Five-star Alir, you'll be able to get five-star Alir. A lot of actual heroes, a lot of heroes. So I did forget one, nearly forgot another. And, oh, there are two sparks on this banner. Did you mention Zephyr's the Grand Hero Battle Unit? Yep. Yep. And and I do have her in here, too. So, again, like, if you're wondering about male Alir, um, you'll be able to... Well, you, you've already got male Alir, so it doesn't even... You don't even, even know his skills, because you already... I already have him. Yep. He's free. I don't know if they've told us when he's going to be in the regular pool. Probably with the mythic, mythic banner if he's not there already. Yeah, I'm not so. sure. I'm not sure. They haven't mentioned it yet. Um, but our first hero here is Diamant, Rising Power. Diamant is the crown prince of Brodia, a kingdom on the continent of uh, Elios. His strength and forthrightness make him a hero to respect and admire. Diamant is a sword infantry hero wielding Fair Fight Blade. He has a new skill in the A slot called Attack Slash Defense Finish 4. Rounding out his kit is Bonfire as a special, Attack Slash Speed Bulwark 3 in the B slot, and Tynes Pulse 4 in the C slot. So I was kind of wondering, uh, now of course like the look of all these heroes is is very much pulled straight from Engage, so there's there's not a whole lot to talk about there. But his time pulse skill is an interesting one because it feels almost like trying to pull it up here. Uh, is that not like time pulse, like sort of related to, you know, the rewinding of time sort of thing? Like, it's interesting that he would get it. Is that because he is a like he's not a dra- he's not a divine dragon, right? He's a lord, so maybe it's a lord thing. I mean, we have a whole crap ton of people who have it already, so. Only a couple have the four-star version. Uh, like Nino, Spirited Sorcerer, has the four-star version. Byleth, uh, Fallen Byleth, has it. So maybe the original idea behind the name was the, that it was a... Uh, even Fjorm has it. Yeah, I was, was just going to say. That it was a reference to the uh, special abilities to rewind time, but it's not something that they locked just to avatars or, you know... Characters like Sothis, but you know, if you click on the link in the wiki, it shows a list of everyone who comes with it. Yeah, which... Charlotte has it too. Yep. Oh, so it's, it's a pretty regular one, and there's been a few others with the four, four star version. So what what the original idea behind it was, and if anything, it just speeds up the cooldown count, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, especially if it's the top version. Yeah, it essentially automatically gives you one less cooldown count if you are at max uh, value. Speeds up how quickly it'll do that as it grows. Well, who else do we have here? We have Citrin is the next hero. Citrine, Carrying Noble, a noble from Brodia who is from a branch of the royal family and a retainer to Alcrest. She joins as a green tome infantry unit wielding the Tome of Luxuries. Uh, which, if you remember her character from Engage, and you played through her um, uh, Tempest tri- or her uh, Forging Bonds stuff, uh, really kind of fits because she just, you know, growing up as a noble and not just a noble, but a noble from a branch of the royal family, she just has, you know, has certain luxuries that she takes for granted, but she's not conceited about it, which is nice. Uh, she does come with a few tier four skills, uh, though no new ones. Now, is she, she's the four-star banner or four-star hero on the banner? Or is there a four-star There star is hero? no four-star hero on this banner because of Lapis and two rearmed units. Right. Yeah, it's a pretty stacked banner in terms of uh, 
in terms of the type of heroes we're getting. So uh, yeah, Lapis that's... would have been the four star unit, but um, since she's just straight to the three to four star pool, yeah. right? Well, let's get to our first rearmed hero, which is rearmed Alchrist Tender Archer. Here's Alchrist. He's the second prince of Brodia, a kingdom in Alios. And, well, he seems to be a little shy. So it's kind of funny that he is the rearmed mm-hmm. hero. Not sure shy is the word I would use, but... He's uh, not confident, right? Is that, like, you know, he lacks in the confidence department. Very much lack of confidence, even to the point of reverse confidence, if that makes sense. He's in the negative, is what you're saying. No matter what you tell him, he thinks, oh, he doesn't deserve it. He's horrible. He's wasting your time. You know, so. Well, we believe in you, Alchrist. We believe in you. Yeah, he he never believes in himself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, he does. He does not believe himself. Uh, but he is a colorless bow infantry rearmed hero wielding arcane dark bow. He has new skills in the A and B slot. For his A skill, he has Flash Sparrow, and for his B skill, he has Get Behind Me! Exclamation point. Which, which is his uh, unique skill from Engage. And what is what is that one? So basically, he um, in Engage, I, I believe it's like he gets a stat boost if someone gets hit hurt near him. Right. It's been a while since I booted up Engage, so I don't remember off the top of my head, but I believe that's what his it was in there. Yeah, and they've done a really good job at like taking those i mean they they work really well to be ported back and forth but they take the skill the special skill from in game port it into fire emblem heroes and it and it works quite well so in this case if unit initiates combat or is within two spaces of an ally inflicts uh a uh, speed slash defense minus five on foe inflicts penalty on foe's defense equal to 30 percent of foe's defense so it's got like more of a neutralize of stats towards the foe um so in this case uh, not not quite the same as in game, but it's nice to see it referenced at least. Um, rounding out his kit though is defense slash resistance, smoke three in the C slot, and dead eye as a special. So a pretty standard uh, archer special there. What does the get behind me move do? I forgot. What does it do in here? In here, it's just a neutralize. It's like stat. Uh, it takes stats down for 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 foes. Okay, I was able to pull it up and in, uh, engage. If a ally within two spaces is attacked, he gets a uh, plus three to strength for one turn. Oh, it's kind of the opposite. Kind, kind of the opposite, but yeah, it's it's different, but it's also yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's similar. It's a, it's in the same it's same idea. I, I mean, and I mean, like it's funny at the start of the segment, I kind of like brushed off like all these all these characters kind of look like they do in game, but because this is a rearmed hero, it kind of looks to me like Alchrist has a bit more armor here, like a bit bit more Brodian style armor. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up what he looked like and engage, and maybe I'll be like, oh wow, I need to go back to engage. Maybe this is closer to his um, upgraded class outfit. Maybe than his base class. Yeah, now I'm trying to. It's funny. I'm trying to pull up what he looks like in Engage, and I'm just getting his heroes look now because it's so cool, right? Yep. Uh, while you pull that up, I'm gonna go over our other rearmed hero here, which is Aether, Hand of Nothing. Uh, this banner comes with not one but two rearmed heroes, as the new character we met in Peony's Tempest Trial Part One joins here. Uh, sadly, in a form that means it will be limited. Uh, but as we saw in the Temps Trial, she is a blue cavalry beast unit. As a servant to the god of nothing, her weapon is arcane nihility or nihility. Uh, as well as her having her a unique skill power of nihility or nihility or however you pronounce that. Um, she is she comes with a new tier four skill called Beast Sense Four on her. And I was wrong. Uh, all Chris Armor is very quite similar uh to what he what he is in engage so okay i need to go back to engage uh i know we've talked about this a couple times but um you know uh, this uh, iter character uh hand of nothing so nothing being the uh the sort of the big bad the gang lot of uh of this tempest trial special story here and um 
Yeah, like I, I mean, we kind of defeat her in the Tempest Trials, and and then she's like, oh, I'll, I guess I'll just come with you, or or Peony kind of welcomes her to come with them on their adventure. That always works well, like bringing the, you know, the the hand of your enemy alongside you. Like that's uh, that's not going to result in any problems down the road, I right? Maybe she's betraying. She's a clever little spy, but she also feels like she doesn't really care if that makes sense true that makes sense it's like she doesn't want to do this but she's a servant of the god of nothing or the lord of nothing or whatever he is and so this is what she's assigned to do but she doesn't seem like she really wants to be doing this so kind of similar to the way air was when we first met her Mm -hmm. you know she's the daughter of she thought she was the daughter of hell but wasn't really wanting to do what hell was sending her out to do so yeah. she seems like a sweet, innocent little girl, but it could all be an act or could be innocent little, what, cow, goat, whatever <laughs> type of beast creature she was. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out uh, when the story continues in, in just a little bit. Um, let's talk about our, another engaged character, Zephia, Scheming Dragon. Zephia is a servant of Sombron, the fell dragon who was sealed away by the divine dragon monarch and the emblems after he nearly brought Elios to ruin. Zephia is a red tome flying hero wielding pack leader tome. She's available as a grand hero battle unit. She has no new skills, but has dragon fang as a special attack slash speed catch three in the A slot and wind sweep three in the B slot. So, you know, there, there's a good collection of bad guys in Engage, so it's kind of nice to see us start to get those Grand Hero Battle units. Like, they're going to have, like, the four main... Uh, I forget what they yep. call themselves. The uh, the four hounds. So we're going to have, yes. like, the four hounds as Grand Hero Battle units. I think that's... What's going to be interesting is when the alternate timeline versions of them show up. And also, what are they going to do with Mavier? Is he going to be a GHB unit or a regular hero? Right. Yeah, there's some story implications there, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know what they'll do. Like, I mean, I'd say maybe they won't touch the DLC, but uh, they probably will. They they got, they gave us the Ashen Wolves eventually, so I need to play that DLC. Ah, man. It's, all, it's like, Engage is one of those games that, like, I do a whole podcast about Fire Emblem Heroes. It's a bit of a bit of a badge of shame that I have not finished the main campaign and have not played the DLC that I have purchased. So if it helps, I haven't played the finished the main campaign, although I did play through the DLC. That helps a little bit. <laughs> it does help a little bit. Um, well, let's let's go over our final hero, which is uh, yeah, Lapis. Since Faye has thankfully kept to the policy of at least five new heroes from the set IP per banner. Lapis joins straight to the three to four star pool as a red sword infantry unit. She is Alchrist's other retainer, uh, born to a poor family in a village uh, in Brodia. Uh, she has no new skills and wields the fire sword plus. Uh, so, have you have you looked at her artwork? Like her main character art, she doesn't have a sword or anything. But if you look at her uh, other, all her other art, she just has this giant sword, like Final Fantasy VII style sword. I mean, if I recall correctly, I think that fits with her in the game because I think she starts with an iron blade, which is the bigger type of sword that always f- attacks last. Yeah. So it kind of fits with her because I think that's what she was started wielding in the main game, and I think that looks similar to the iron blades in the engage game so i just thought it was very cool to see so it's always interesting thing about lapis she sort of looks dainty but she can wield you know one of those little dainty but extremely strong characters let's uh let's close out there so that uh quite a bit of heroes quite a bit of heroes there this week Uh, we did delay to to talk about all of these and honestly i didn't really uh i should have i need to better anticipate like that we were going to have a bunch of heroes. So I apologize to Mail Lear uh, yeah, that we did not cover, but folks, we all have them in our inventory now if you're playing actively, so uh, so look into that. But uh, I did look it up. Aside from the fact that if you log in, you'll still get them for free. 
He will show up as a five-star focus on the Mythic Hero banner at the end of the month and then join the regular summoning pool on August 8th when that special banner launches. So there you go. You'll be able to add more uh, Alir to your collection very soon. Um, before we end the show, though, Eddie, in the Outrealm Gate here quickly, uh, you've been jumping back into Three Hopes. Yep, I uh, haven't actually continued the story, but I've been working on grinding up my Black Eels units uh, and trying out a few of the new individual skills. I uh, played as Hubert for a bit, which I hadn't played much of, and uh, Manuela uh, trying out their unique skills, which are interesting and fun. So, Very cool. Very cool. And uh, as mentioned at the top of the show, our next recording will be a mini next week to cover the Mythic Hero then we move our next full recording to August 14th to cover the new special heroes, which uh, will likely be, uh, well, we don't know for sure, but it's been Thieves in the Past, Pirates, uh, I believe there was yep. a Ninja like, Banner, or maybe that was later on. For a couple years, there were Pirate ones with a Ninja Banner in like September or October, or not right. October, like November, maybe? Yeah, that sounds right. Or was it September? No, it wasn't September. It would have been at least a month between, so... Uh, with a ninja banner later in the year to counter it. And then last year it was, like I said, the Phantom Thieves style, Persona 5 style escapade, thief escapade, with all the units being thieves, you know, or dagger units at least. Yeah. And I think think August might have been when we first got started getting the dancer banners, although I think those have since moved to December, to September. I really liked that Thieves banner last year, so I really hope they, uh, they've they got a good follow-up. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what that is. Well, folks, that's going to do it for our episode this week. You can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers Inn for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great couple weeks, and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.